0: Hello and welcome to the Footy Dictionary, a very, very special episode today. But before we get into that, just a couple of tribunal adjudications. Hamish, thank you very much for joining us again. No How worries. How are you going? Uh, yeah, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Always good, mate. Always much better uh, for having you guys in the studio, you and our special, special guest. But the first thing that the tribunal will be hearing today, the Collingwood AFLW, their Twitter page. So, of course, they were, uh, I think it was four points down with about, a minute and a half to go, kicked a goal to go two points up and eventually win the game. And the Collingwood AFLW Twitter page has gone with, EJ might have just kicked the sealer. Now, for me, a sealer is not going from behind to in front. Yeah, That's surely this is open and shut, Case. I think so. Uh, yeah, there's
1: definitely a... It's, it's a black and white case for me. Um, it's not a grey area. It's black and white. If you've just kicked a goal to hit the lead, you've hit the lead, you haven't kicked a sealer because even you only need 20 seconds to kick another goal. Mm. So how could that be a sealer? Unless
0: yeah. maybe there's two seconds left, but even then I don't Well, a sealer that. is from you're already in front and then you're extending the lead to put the result beyond doubt. Well, result yeah, beyond. that's my thoughts. So yeah. open shot, Collingwood. Yeah be better. Yeah, very, very poor from the the intern (laughs) at the the (laughs) Collingwood social media. Um, But... Oh, I reckon I might introduce our guest before we get into this next one. We speak a fair bit about journeymen on this podcast, so I think it's only right that we call this guy the journeyman, Daniel Churney from Code Sports. Thank you very, very much for joining us, mate. How are you going? Yeah, well, yourselves? Good to be with you. Very good, mate. Thanks for coming on. Uh, now, <laughs> you've been typing away at your phone, uh, on and off for the last 20 <laughs> or so minutes, which is totally okay because it is trade period. That's the journalist's job. But maybe, uh, yeah, we'll talk about trade period now, the language of trade period. Have you got any... Little bits of trade period lingo that come to mind straight away. Oh, there's so many. The one that I
2: first heard, um, and you you might have touched on it previously, but "wantaway" was the one that sort of (laughs) I just which just doesn't it doesn't really isn't really a word. Um, It seems it seems made up, but that Mm. was sort of became a big thing. I I reckon I heard that 2014. It was the first trade period I covered as a um, uh, as a sort of full time journalist, and people were talking about "wantaway" Essendon, Ruckman, Paddy Ryder, and you know, wantaway Bridges uh, Collingwood player, Dane Beams and you know, who else was there, that, that whoever it was, yeah, wantaway Giants Youngster, Tom Boyd. Um oh there's so many. Um splitting picks has become a big one. Oh yes. Mm. You know, that sort of that pick two, you know, pick, pick three splits to pick seven and twelve or whatever it
0: is. Uh uh yeah and just the, on splitting picks actually there was a tweet from uh the Melbourne Demons i've just got to get it up here cuz i don't have it in my notes but they of course split big picks with was, was a with a uh, sorry with port uh they split picks i think um they swapped pick 27 they got pick 27 and took out uh 33 43 and 53 gave it to port and on twitter they've put their little siren alarm emoji <laughs> which i don't think that's appropriate for a pick swap pick swap yeah that's yeah. interesting well i mean it's interesting, even that you would talk about that being a split. Now, I suppose te-
2: technically it is a split pick. It's funny with split. I-, I always feel a split has to be sort of an early pick. you have got to be splitting. Mm-hmm. I reckon if you don't, if you're splitting five, yeah, with um, you know, you know, like if, if you're splitting pick five to become,
0: you know, ten in a future first. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll pay that as a split, mm-hmm. but. There's lots of talk around that with pick one from North Melbourne. Last yeah, game. exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: Or this, yeah, I think that's where it's sort of the, the pick one mm. or two or three or four top you know. ten, top I ten. Are, yeah, yeah. But, I, but I reckon, I reckon, like, that's just I think I think that's just a pick swap. It's a pick I suppose swap. You technically, yeah. I, I see where you're coming from. The alarms is interesting because you're right, pick mm. swap doesn't really get the pulses mm. racing. Having said that, <laughs> in this instance, um, it's probably a Grundy related one, um, the pick twenty-seven. So I suppose there's probably, you know it's sort of pre-alarm
0: mm.
2: <laughs> um, but you know what's a really classic lingo these days what is that strengthened our draft hand oh. There's okay, a, player, yeah. a club loses a club loses a player they love that and you know um, what's an example the Giants have and then you know Giants all in caps of course yep the Giants <laughs> have strengthened their draft hand mm. by trading uh, in, in a deal with Richmond today, you know. <laughs> it's the... And, then, and then, you know, seven, seven paragraphs down, you know,
0: best and fairest winner in all <laughs> Australian Tim Taranto. <laughs> is the Giants all in caps? Is that just like a marketing thing because they are giant and you need big letters? It's a great question. I've, I've, tr- I've sort of half tried to find this out previously... It's
2: everywhere. It's, like whenever yeah. you say giants, it's all. In well, caps. that's how it's like copyrighted,
1: yeah. isn't it? As, yeah. yeah, that's how yeah, I'd yeah. Brand it branded as the giant. I,
2: I don't know why, because the sons are the same, mm. all in caps. Now, look, I think my my current employer also code has at the time has been stylistically referred to all in caps. So i have probably got to be careful here, because <laughs> um, historically I've not been. Uh, you know, it, it's really annoying actually as a journal because you because you, you wouldn't put giants all in caps in a story. Mm. Because it's just ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> it's just not how you... Goes you know, against
0: all rules. English of conventions. English conventions, they will, yeah. But if
2: you are trying to, like, copy a quote or something in mm-hmm. the from a the press release, you got to, like, undo the caps or...
0: Because there's, there's no... Yeah, you know, there's caps lock. Is there an undo caps button? There probably is these days, but... Undo... Oh, there's little thing on Word where you can, like, toggle between all caps, like highlight a word and Move you can from, make it all caps or all lowercase, there but go, there's not a button on mm. the keyboard. So it's just, you know, see. you get it. Yeah. Um, so it's
2: annoying. And the other one is the capitalisation of club. That's yeah. a big issue. That's a huge mm. well, issue. Well,
0: does that come from, like, for example, Essen Football Club, E, F, C, and when you write out Essen Football Club, it's all um, capitalised... First I'm not sure it should be though. Yeah, uh, but I, I, that is, that's just where it comes what, from. I think what I don't think fo- it's right. What about football?
1: If they are say, for your example, Essendon Football Club AFC, are they capitalising F as well? Because, like, do you have an issue with both? Or? <laughs> I actually do. Yeah, yeah. In that, yeah. In that
2: instance, I do. Uh, Never capitalise football. Mm. No, well, no, unless it's like in the AFC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I mean, no, different if it's an acronym. Yeah, that's yeah, fine. absolutely. Even yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. if it's abbreviation, but but mm. here it's like I don't know, I uh, coming from. Cherno background, like there's you generally avoid capitalization. Like there's a general aversion to capitalization. Mm. Most things are lowercase.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, like another one's is like World Cup capitalized W. No, no, no There's a footy podcast but the capital capital W capital C. I think uh, well, I, that's, I, a, that's an event. So yeah, but I I don't think that should be capitalized. I think it's just just okay. a World Cup Grand Final. Grand, yeah, um, I that's better. No, no, like I'm, I'm a real lowercase. because I, <laughs> I think it should only be capitalized if it's a proper if it's a proper noun. Yeah. Okay. And grand is not a proper noun. Mm. It's uh, it's like saying someone's you, know, you wouldn't capitalize someone's birthday. That's an event.
0: Mm. Well, when well, you, you when you say happy birthday, it's capital H capital B, is it not? Well, oh, like, I would just say lowercase okay? B. Yeah. I think uh, maybe it, maybe maybe uh, on like a card something. or something. Yeah.
2: It's,
1: I think it's, it's, I think on a card. Now I think about it. I'm writing capital H and B. Yeah. At the top of a card, but also it's H, not H. H- sorry, H. Oh, I've already been pulled up. Another pet hate, yeah. Yep. Like,
0: so you said H or H for you? No, nah, H. H, yeah. yeah, okay. I think I tend to agree. Maybe I flip-flop between the two. But I think another thing we need to adjudicate on, just before we get into what now. Yeah. you here
2: have
0: fired him English. up already. Yeah. You pick an English grammar. <laughs> oh. <laughs> now, you tweeted about this. You actually brought this to my attention, uh, Daniel. The Geelong Cats Best and Fairest. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> don't Grodes, get, me, don't yeah. get me started, Harper. Uh, I was so fired up about this in the group chat. Oh, there were accusations thrown around of me being an old man for <laughs> <laughs> having a gripe with this. But just for the people who haven't seen this, so they're tied winners for the Geelong Cats Best and Fairest. The Kaji Graves medal, Jeremy Cameron and Cameron Guthrie. Yeah. And then... Uh, coming in after them on 104 votes behind 113 was Mark Blixarves. They've had him at second. Mark Blixarves is just not second. He's the, he's, it's the third name on the list, so he's third place, Daniel. Oh, it's an absolute no-brainer. And, yeah. and, and, and this
2: is... Oh, it's funny, this, this, has annoyed, this phenomenon has annoyed me... Oh, you know, this really shows how much of a life I have, but for years. <laughs> um, and to me, again, absolute no-brainer. Uh, you look back at... I actually remember this like a a primary school public speaking competition where they had joint winners, and then the next person, and then they had two people at two in second and two in third, which is just to me that's just ridiculous. That's that's mm. two in first, two in third, two in fifth, mm. because and and the Olympics is the person is the best way to to, to know this yeah. because mm. if you are equal first in the Olympic medal, which does happen at t- occasionally.
0: Happened for the high oh, jump. Oh yeah, long that, jump. Well, that, was, yeah. that
2: itself was a bit of a disgrace because they because <laughs> they, the they, they both copped. Yeah, yeah, that was, that was, <laughs> yeah. that was that poor. They were like, settled on golf. Yeah, the they, Europe, did, yeah. They, did a, they did a Bart and, Rod, and Todd Flanders, um, <laughs> you know, they settled on a draw, which is, yeah, that's just that's just not. <laughs> that's a good know, reference. Know, that's not Olympics. <laughs> um, it's not in the Olympic spirit. But um, the, yeah, and then the, the third person, the next person, mm. I mean, I, I say third as though it's obvious, but for those who don't get it, the next person is the third person because how many people were in front of them mm. too?
0: When you're writing a list, they're the third name on the list. Because where does this
2: phenomenon end? I mean, yeah. and I think someone's, again, in this sort of, when this lit up on Thursday night, I think it was, why don't you quit this Because, you know, this is, these are the Matt, yeah. big issues here. <laughs> exactly. We talk about the big issues, we, though, we, so yeah. that's what we're Absolutely. all about. Uh, I noticed that this was... Um, Someone raised the point of, okay. So what happens if the first twenty one people are all tied, and they have a twenty one way shit? No, didn't Brisbane have a five way BNF? Yeah, I reckon they had a four. I reckon yeah. four.
0: Yeah, I think it was four. So and that doesn't make the <laughs> the fifth name on the list second. Second. It's just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, if, if you're yeah. fifth, you're barely in the team. And um, like, for. Like, I kind of get it from just the average Joe on Twitter who doesn't really know what he's get talking numbers. about. Yeah, doesn't really get numbers, exactly. But from an acclaimed and esteemed institution yeah. like the Geelong Cats, the premiership team of this year, it's put their premiership, it's tarnished it, it's tainted it. I, 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 it's, it's possible
2: it is an asterisk.
0: It's quite possible they should, you know, like
2: they might have to, the AFL may have to review it. Mm. Yeah, yeah, well, the, premiership, yeah. the premiership, that is. You're right about the institution,
1: I think, because I thought... It's probably not excusable from Geelong, but coming from a country background myself, I feel like for for local clubs, it might be a bit different because they've gone and got a, a best and fairest trophy, and then they've got the runners-up, and then they thought, oh, well, we don't have the budget to replace <laughs> yeah, exactly. it, so we're going to have to roll with that. So maybe it's ex- excusable there, but for, for Geelong, it's a it's
2: a big no-no, surely. In that instance, <clears throat> what happens if they've bought a one, two, and three trophy, Then and there's
0: a tie for first? Who gets the... To get, to get, I would have uh, thought, the first get
2: split in half, King Solomon style. I, I would have thought the people
0: buying the trophies know right. who's won. So, like, You're not reading the votes out in night. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you buy two it's winners' like, trophies. That'd be like
2: a Dave Barham sort of and <laughs> lack of due diligence area. <laughs>
0: um,
2: uh, count back, maybe, count, or count, no, count, I mean, countback was also a sensible option here, yeah. and and I, I reckon there's an argument to say for B and you should have countback. back, um, but. Geelong have actually gone have contravened their own policy on this stuff as well because if you, as a as a uh, astute Twitter uh, person noted, uh, we well, assume person, could be a bot, but probably a person, <laughs> um, very smart bot if this was the case. Uh, in 2019, I think Geelong had a tie for second. Okay. Uh, it was Tim Kelly and someone else. Hmm. Um, and the net, on the list, it said, you know, it said E equal to, and then it was four. Um, um, fourth, there was no third place because yeah, right. you go one equals yeah. two equals two, and then next. I mean, it's, it's the just, same rule. Yeah. To me, yeah. it's, it's just clear. How many people are in front of you on the list? Mm. Uh, I was just, it was a low point.
0: And, like, is it really an old man yells at cloud thing here? I don't think it is. No, nah, not think... really. I was just yes, taking the piss out of you, it, mate. I... <laughs> it's a common sense thing. Exactly. <laughs> but,
1: um, <laughs> no, I just thought it'd annoy you to... Yeah. But, no, I agree. I do agree. <laughs> I, I just found it funny to get you, get you fired up a little
0: bit, <laughs> ready for today. Now, should we get into what this episode and this whole series is actually all about? We're going to call this series The Things About Football, after the great... Greg Champion song. Uh, <laughs> hopefully, we can try to get the rights to that. Um, give him a uh, get in on, contact Greg. with champs, champers. Um, but uh, what we're going to do? We're going to have uh, footy personality, especially a media type, as Daniel Churney is just opposite us, to talk about their three niche loves and their three niche hates of the game. And we're going to analyse all of them and. Yeah, chat about things about football. So, Daniel, let's kick things off with your first niche love. Remember. Of Australian <laughs> rules i Australian football. Well,
2: what I told yeah. you before the show. What? what,
0: what, what uh, <laughs> it was something to do with scores, I think. Oh, yeah, one. yeah. Sorry, I, I'm just going to dig it up because I did send
2: you through a few before <laughs> the show just so we uh, were on the same page. Yep. Almost too prepared. <laughs> Almost too prepared and I've forgotten what I had sent in. Yeah, uh, so this is one. I said the reading of scores in simple goal and behind terms. So this is a real – this sort of goes back to, I think – people should be able to figure out, there should be an element, like oh, we've gone into the America. we've gone overly American in terms of, you know, you'd say on the score, oh, Geelong won the grand final 133 to 52. Mm. Nah, they won
0: 2013
2: to 8-4. Mm. Um, because I think that's a really integral part and important cultural part of like the, the goal, the goal behind, um, you know, ratio or, I think we should note the guitar there. But, yeah, the goal behind terminology, uh, uh, not terminology, the chronology, I think is is really important. And, and I'll, I'll certainly cop, um, you know, reading out the full thing, 2013, 133 mm-hmm. to 8452, but we should not get to a point where we're just reading out the scores because the goals and behinds, that is the score. Like, it's mm-hmm. not... I know that ultimately it's whoever has the most points at the end of the day, but the goals Hines are critical to that. And I, and I will—I actually really love it. It's its become an, it's a real trope of sort of, if you listen back to some early 90s footy coverage, um, particularly Bruce McIvaney and Dennis Cometti would say, uh, you know, they would say at heart, um, you know, Bruce might just say, oh, it's 8-4, plays 6-7. Mm. And um, I think people would just know that, you know people yeah. people should know automatically oh that's 8, yeah. 4, 50 6 7, we all learn our six times tables through footy don't 100%, we 100% yeah. 100% we all know it like it's not and and it dumbs down the discourse to sort of say ah oh, 120 to you know 41 mm-hmm. or oh, there's just a few there's little things um uh the the tiny little new intricacies of of language uh in in footy which i think get lost a bit and that was one thing that's i think should be preserved And it's obviously not a big deal, but uh, I think it's a really important part of... Because, you know, what what I'd hate to see is we get to a point where um, the footy scoreboard doesn't show the goals and behinds. Nightmare. Nightmare. Well, it's like... Because it's not basketball. Mm. Basketball's, you know, like I know you score a three three or two or a one in a basketball, you know, free throw or whatever, two or three field goals, but, you know, they don't... On the scoreboard, it doesn't show, mm. you know,
0: 12-3s, 6-2s yeah. and 5-1s. That's interesting how footy opted for that. Uh, yeah. Like, I've just got this in my right league. Yeah, know, yeah. And because um, basketball doesn't do it. Cricket doesn't do it with 6s and 4s. Yeah, so I you mean, we well, do have a score. I mean, there's yeah. a
2: book, but it's not as a key part of the score, no, no. Yeah,
0: but I did a bit of research and Gaelic – does the same thing. Yes. Yeah. And hurling as well, all the Irish, Gaelic sports. And they almost take it further. They don't have the total. Even on the official, like, GAA site, they don't have the total score, but they always have the winner, mm. the winner's score first. So it's not the home team first. Wow. So if Cork beat Kerry or something, even if Cork was away, they have Cork score first. Like, um, they have goals and points as well. That's so. on the, in the final results. But what about on the da-
2: – how does it look on the scoreboard at a cork v Kerry game?
0: Uh, I so think right, it would just be notice. like one <laughs>
2: one dash three one. So there's no there's no total because what's the, it's one, the one the one in that instance is an oh, that would be a goal which is one isn't that six three? points and an yes, over is three. It's, or? three. Uh,
0: it's three and one. Three I and think, one. Right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I do have a picture of a scoreboard somewhere. Overs. If I just yeah yeah. It's um well it's points no and goals it. and it's overs in international rules. They yeah, cool, yeah. They, um Oh that's right. Yes yes yes, uh, yes. So just scoreboard. Yeah here we go. They. They don't have the total score um, at the scoreboard at grounds in GAA. I like that. Mm. Mm. I like
2: that. That's sort of challenging the, you know, you've got to be good enough to know how our system mm. works,
1: pal. And just <laughs> in practicality for the the general football observer, I like to know how many points and goals have been kicked. Yeah. Um, you know, you want to know how accurately they're kicking and it, it is a big part of the score at the end of the day, I reckon. Um to know how many points and goals because it does affect their, their goalking. It
2: perception. I mean, if you just look, it, it's, I mean, now all of us, because we've grown up watching footy and, and reading about footy and we just, you know, it's second nature. But if you, like, you look in the score, if you, if you look, if you know, you turn on these days, I was going to say look in the paper, that really dates me. But if you look in the, you know, you look, checking your phone, um, you know, being out in the afternoon or something or out one night and you look, and you see, oh, teams won 16, 6-1, I've heard of, to 13, 19, 97, you know that one team's kicked accurately and one can kicked inaccur- inaccurately. Now, mm. obviously there's rush behinds and there's elements and, you know, you don't know where that, you know, we've gone to this whole X, ex, X score era and, yeah. and it's sort of, it's, it's been, and the, the, the sort of discourse around that has been, um, you know, uh, amplified or you know, improved, but, um, yeah, I think it's good. It's crucial. Mm. I, agree, mm. I agree. Yeah.
1: Well, imagine if it's 72 all, for instance, and, you know, one team's kicked 11 goals, 6, and the other one's kicked 10 goals, 12. Yeah. You wouldn't know that if it just said 72 all. But mm-hmm. then if you find out that, you know, the other team's kicked six more behinds, you're like, shit, they kicked themselves out of it a little bit.
2: Now, it's interesting you say 72 all, because I would have a always piece. said 72 apiece. Oh, yeah. Okay, wow.
0: 72 all is a very... It's a soccer, soccer thing. Yeah. 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 No, that's all. fair. Yeah.
2: Sorry. No, <laughs> no that's right. Once no, again, no, apologies. A language thing. But, <laughs> you know, sorry, you got what you got. You, I mean, you... you you got
0: me on here to call out this stuff, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> I think Channel Seven is uh, leaning into really dangerous territory because at the start of games now, before teams kick goals, if it's just so if it's three behinds to one behind, yeah. they don't have the goals and behind on their little scoreboard in the bottom left. It just says three one, but then when a team kicks a goal, then they Expand the graphic and say one three nine or yeah. whatever it might be. Well, suppose if it's three to one. You know, it's three behinds to one behind. Mm, you do, but could this be like um, hmm. uh, what's that? Like a bridge towards this? Yeah,
2: In- possibly. Sim- although it's interesting
0: <laughs> because from a language perspective, I've, all,
2: my, I've always grown up with you you wouldn't say like if you're listening to a game on the radio and they gave it at school, they'd say Richmond four one twenty five, Collingwood three behinds, three mm. points. Yeah, they wouldn't say. Zero three three. Yeah. No, yeah, because it's yeah. implied that you, you know, you just yeah. say three behinds. True. Yeah. So I, I, actually don't hate that.
0: Yeah. In well, a weird no, way. yeah, I don't hate that specifically, but I just thinking it's getting close. It's a gateway. To, mm. It's a gate. That's the word I was thinking of. Gateway. Um, it's the marijuana of scoreboards. <laughs> as <they say>. uh, <laughs> um, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> should we move on to your second love, of footy? Daniel? Sure, sure. It's funny
2: because I end up saying. The way, the way I describe that makes me sound really angry. Like, that was hate, but actually, it was a love. Uh, I mean, <laughs> the next one is, um, uh, oh, this, I mean, this is sort of this is one I think that a lot of people love. Um, I don't think this is sort of particularly niche, but club songs playing when teams enter the arena. Yep, and, and at the end of the game. I mean, it's just been such a, it's it's so established. Mm. I mean, it was, I suppose you only sort of know what you know. Obviously, you know, know what you know, know what you know. Um, <laughs> I do like the enjoy <laughs> I like the chair, Occasional Strum of the elbow. The- um, bit of atmosphere. <laughs> and I got, so I was born in 1990 and I sort of started, I picked up, I, I started following footy in about 96 uh, and started going to games in 96. Um, so to the best of my knowledge, uh, that was always... Um, uh, uh, this, the club songs have been around since I think. Well, the the, the, fa- the famous fable singer mm-hmm. singers recordings, fable singers recordings were in, I think, nineteen seventy-two. It's fifty years ago. Uh, There've been a few stories written about this recently. I think there was one. In the... the well, Code actually wrote one. Channel Gill, and there was one also in, fa- in the in the in the AFL record yeah. Grand Final edition. Yeah. <laughs> I was just
1: saying that I, was, I forgot to bring it. I was supposed to bring it when I read your loves, and then I forgot to. So. I've let everyone down I there. Haven't to,
2: read, yeah, I've been meaning to read it, actually. Yeah. It was Nash Brown story. Um, I've got the record, but I haven't actually got around to reading it. But um, it's, um, yeah, they, and then there was that big outcry in 2018 or 19 when they, I think it was 18, 18 or 19, oh. when they digitised
0: the the versions. Mm. and They was, re-recorded, re-recorded them. Re-recorded them yeah. and there was, mm. oh, they re- yeah. Well, do you know why I think that might have been? I think that, this is just total conspiracy theory may or may not be true yeah. but the AFL might have done that so then they had the rights to mm. all the songs because they might not have had 100% of the rights and be, Possibly. getting the royalties from it before Possibly, and I do yeah. think they sound worse as well they sound a bit oh, they, uh, like kiddier yeah,
2: yeah, no, they, yeah. They, they don't have that um, yeah they don't yeah. have the grandy the, the, I mean mm. the, the thing sort of the whole charm of those songs is that they are sort of an anachronism and they have yeah. these um, you know they have this sort of big brass band mm. vibe. I mean, you, you're, you're more muso than I am. <laughs> by, by some distance, you probably, you, put the, you, you describe it a lot better, I'm sure. But, yeah, they're sort of, um, they were very tinny, the new versions. Mm. They weren't. They, they, they lacked soul. Mm. It's hard to, and most of and the artists have since, re, since reverted to, the, to the, yeah. the old ones. I mean, there have been a couple that have had to contemporise. The Swans mm. changed their lyrics uh, at the end of last year, or maybe earlier, or whenever their AFLW team... Got announced mm. or in anticipation of that mm. um, from her loyal sons, sons to our loyal swans. Loyal swans. Oh, our loyal and swans. Now, yeah, if you actually yeah, yeah. step back and listen to that song, it makes no real sense because mm. um, it's swans will go in and win overall while our loyal yeah. swans. Yeah. So, like the swans are doing something while mm. the swans are also doing something. But <laughs> lyrically uh, bizarre, shambolic. Mm. Yeah. Um, anyway, that was. Uh, but yeah, no. I mean, I think there's just there's that, and this is what, actually what goes. I can't remember if I put this in my pet peeves around, um, but around noise at games. Like, there should be... Like, the footy experience should be protected. Like, there should be less music generally at games and less noise Mm. and more, like, let's just have the teams run out and have the songs and have that be the centre point of the pre-match entertainment. We don't need pre-match entertainment, but... Look, I actually don't mind a little bit of sort of... Pump up music, not too much. What I do hate is the loud, la- well, I hate the, sorry, I think we'll get these later, but I hate the, um, hate all the half time, I hate all the quarter time and half time, um, Activations. Yeah, mm. act- oh, act- I mean, this is just, <laughs> cry, that word, <laughs> I mean, that's the problem. They have to think of a word for it. Yeah. Mm. It's because it's just, it's just, very derived. It's just filler. Yeah. It's just mm. sort of, and it's needless. It's so American. It's, mm. it's so like, But back on the the songs. Back on the songs. I will get to this. But the songs are just such a lovely charm to when club to when the to when the excitement of you know to that moment of, of exhilaration. The you know the players are running out and um people get to get to their feet and the flags start waving and it's just you know and even if you're not and as bad as your team has as bad as your team might be and mm. as bad a day at the footy it you, you might be and you, you, often it can be just all downhill from there but you still get that moment of hearing the team's song and the exhilaration of that and the, and the hope. Connects
0: generations, connects series. But Hamish,
1: hey, you... Well, it, it does. Yeah, um, you mentioned as the players are running out, are you particular about what time they press play on the song? <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's a, that's great. That's a really good... I love that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the kind of... <laughs> that is one of the of Because uh... I am, just quiet. Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. I think they've got to do it. My gut feel is they should do it. Oh, what are hey, your few, use first?
1: All right, I'll give you mine. It's got to be as the banner's broken, I think. Ooh. It cannot be when the, like they run up the race, they all get out on the ground, and then as soon as the banner's broken and they start running through, that's when it plays for mine. It can't be beforehand, before oh. the banner's broken.
0: Just, I, I'm not massively fussed about the exact point they play it, but what I don't like, you can tell I'm probably an Essen fan, uh, Daniel, but <laughs> at Essen games this year, they've been playing, I think it's usually Thunderstruck, right up until the moment they break through the banner. And then maybe they're a couple meters even past the banner, through the banner, and then they start playing the song. And you, you have to have a bit of silence before mm. the song starts playing. Mm. But Daniel, you're no. I, I completely agree with that. Mm. I, I
2: sort of. I, I, I'm. I think I'm sort of in step with Hamish. I, like I, I'm, pr- I'm probably not as quite as strong as that it needs to be. Uh, right as they're about to break through the banner, I, I think there's there's a zone. I think there's a hitting zone. I think it can be. I, you know, I, I know when it's too early and I know when it's too late mm. and I know when it's sort of
0: just right. Mm. So like, if they're still in the race, that's yeah. too
2: early. race is yeah. definitely too early. Oh, you yeah. Want to, yeah, you need to be able to see them. I don't mind if it's as they sort of. War- what can happen at times is it goes too early and they've already played the first, um, you know, the chorus of the song before um, they go through the... Yeah. Mm. Yeah, but before they go through mm. um, the band, which I, d- I don't like. I don't mind if it's just started to... This, I reckon there's a sweet spot. It's like if they're just... You know how they often will sort of stand around for three seconds? Mm. Or, or not really three, like ten or five yeah, seconds yeah, before, yeah. They, before they before go through the banner. I think if you start playing it just around then, I don't mind it. But certainly they can be too late and you don't want to be through. that. Like, mm. I don't want them to be much through the banner. I think oh, it's no. sort of, yeah, I don't know. There, there is really that sweet spot. Yeah. And,
1: uh, just as they're breaking, I think. Like, But you're right. It can't be as they've all gone through. That's, that's too
0: late. Yeah. Mm. You know. It's an art. One of my. <laughs> <laughs> to Some, chime in with one of my big loves of footy just related to this club song thing. So I usually rock up to the game just before both teams come out. So I'll. Get down to my seat to watch both the teams come out and the songs play, um, and then I'll usually like go to the toilet before the game starts. The, f- the first bounce of the ball, but when it's an interstate team, especially because it's a bit of a novelty having state team mm. come to Melbourne, um, and yeah, because they're not always playing. Uh, on the hallowed MCG turf or Marvel Stadium or whatever, less hallowed. Yeah. Than Marvel <laughs> <Stadium> <laughs> um, so when I am like going to the bathroom or walking back, I'm always humming or singing the Interstate Teams song to myself because you don't hear it that much at the games in Melbourne because they don't have many games in Melbourne, and they're they catchy, you know. It's yeah. Like a bit of a novelty.
2: No, I agree. Yeah. I, 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 I'm the same. No, I, I get real. This is. I was really excited the first time I heard the Fremantle song in person. It was two thousand two. <laughs> yeah. Like St Kilda had a run where they always play. I was someone's Kilda fan, St Kilda fan growing up, and uh, there was a run where St Kilda seemed to play Fremantle away for about five years in a row. Mm-hmm. So I, I was really desperate. It seems to have happened with lots of teams. Is there, so they do get these oh. weird sort of yeah. quirks of the fixture, <laughs> uh, which I think is another one. My topic is <laughs> coming up, but um, but uh, yeah, it was. Um, uh, what was I saying? Oh yeah, yeah. I I also reckon they've got a bit too. They tend to play the songs a lot earlier than they used to. I reckon teams come out. Not not. I suppose it's not the songs, but teams come out earlier. Mm. I reckon than they used to. Fine. I reckon teams used to come out. I mean, I, the pre-game warm-up became a bigger thing, but I reckon because now they seem to be cu- out. Both teams are generally out at least ten minutes before the bounce. Mm. Whereas I reckon in the past, you know, you'd see the first team come out at. at you know, cutting a, it a bit to, more, two, yeah. yeah. which I, which, I know, it's like, for someone who, you know, doesn't mind getting it fashionably light,
0: I like that. So, <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Just maybe one more thing before we move on, unless you've got anything else, Hamish. Nope. I love, especially on the radio, on TV as well, um, when the, uh, so the siren goes, the song plays, the commentators don't say anything while the first verse of the song plays, and then they start yeah. giving their little bit of analysis, review, recap as the instrumental plays, and it's a beautiful thing.
2: No, that is – no, you, you've you nailed it. I, I'm so glad you observed it because that is the art, and, mm. and I, I think people it, – it takes a certain level of, um, of footy intuition to appreciate that, and that, that is a great point. There is that art. You see – to clarify, so scores first.
0: Yep, yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah. Yep. Uh, oh no, no. No, no so sorry, sorry, no, no, you'll have the final code like you know what you say? Say like North Melbourne by twenty seven points, and, and then and then it gets to the instrumental, instrumental version. Recap, yeah. North Melbourne North Melbourne led at every change to beat
0: Port Adelaide Nailed fifteen it. ten
2: one hundred to eleven sixteen eighty two, mm. goal kickers for the North. Forward,
0: and then and then this back is to why the, the Brisbane second, yeah. song and a few others as well. But the Brisbane one especially is no good because it doesn't really have an instrumental. It's got like a five little five second little transition yeah. thing. Um, it's I thought did, Brisbane does have a, just no. It's into, really short. Yeah. It's like. So, it ends the first verse, and then it's like, <imitated new people singing> <imitated new people singing> and then it goes to the next oh, verse. Does it
2: do do not do the full thing? It no, not. it doesn't,
0: because it usually um, kind of mirrors the tune <laughs> mm, yes. of the full first yeah. verse, but Brisbane doesn't have that.
1: In that case, you just talk over the second verse, I think. Probably, because Dude, you can't wait. The producer just yeah, tone it down. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But- yeah, It is blasphemy to talk over the first <laughs> verse. Blasphemy. Yeah. Blasphemy. That, that should
2: be like... It's that's, that's, that's a genuine cardinal... It's footballing yeah. blasphemy. Painless. That's what You it. It is. get out of the way of that yeah. if you're a radio Do caller. Do not talk over Have you song. done radio much? Uh, a little bit. Not not. I've, I haven't. Not a
0: lot. Well, like at, at games? Bit. Like calling
2: games? Uh, I've done... Not at AFL. I've called some um, okay. VFL and local
0: footy. Because I'd really be interested to know if... Like, I've always wondered if the song that plays on the radio is actually playing at the same time as it plays in the stadium. Because, like, you hear clips and it sounds almost too clean. It's a great question. I'm not sure if it, yeah, do they plug it into the feed? Yeah,
2: I feel like they get a
1: live feed or something Mm. from the the ground, but it's playing at the same time because I feel like half the time you can hear it starts off a bit echoey because they're playing it from the ground and then they... Turn the dialogue. I life reckon on a that's what it is. It's, it's, yeah. Turn
0: down the mics and yeah. the ground, yeah, and
2: turn I, up there. Yeah. yeah, so it's not an actual feed. It's not the feed of the song. Person, it's not like they're playing. Just press play on the Adelaide song now. Yeah. But they are. <laughs> they're, they're, they're amplifying it
0: artificially. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we should mm. move on to your third love. Uh, <laughs> what have you got for us, Daniel? What, what, what do I have? I got to check my phone again. Uh, you mentioned it. Uh, you kind oh, of the fixture. Yeah, it. yeah, the day the
2: fixture. And look, this is this is a love that has been. Tested in recent times because it's not what it used to be. The day the fixture comes out, and the day the fixture comes out, because the fixture used to be the fixture, and mm. it was like it was fixed. Mm. Like it was, it was once it was out, there was no flexible floating. No it was, floating was locked in. in. There no was nonsense. no sort of you know. I mean, it was a big, it was a big deal when you had oh the last round of the season has been left floating. You know, that was a, that was a big.
0: Mm. When was that? Like ten years ago? Maybe? 10,
2: ten I reckon. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. 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 Twenty ten was the first year.
0: Yeah, yeah, okay. they left
2: that floating. Um, uh, then that was a huge, but you know, before then it was we know who's playing every t- and and this has been a bit and I'm I'm really torn on this because I, I see where the because f- I, I I'm a traditionalist but I also understand I also sort of do project commercial reality oh, which is a bit of a <laughs> that's a cl- that's a classic sort of buzz phrase but um uh but I do get the 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 rationale behind a floating fixture but. Um, anyway, the day the fixture comes out it used to be just like as a kid. I reckon it was my favourite day of the year. I really, I, I would just get so excited. Like, and I'd be always like, you'd and often the AFL would like tease like oh, it's coming out some stage this week, and you wouldn't quite know Ooh, whether it was going to yeah. be. They wouldn't say it's definitely coming out this month, it would, and it'd be like pushed back a couple of days, or oh it'd be early next week, mm. or it'd be you know late October, <laughs> early November, and you'd just be holding out. And the day it actually came out. Um, I mean, I remember as a kid, you know, pre, well, pre-ubiquitous internet, like, um, seeing it in the paper, like, the next day, it was like, oh, good, could see this whole fixture, like, and you'd be st- are studying it, and like, oh, I'm really excited for this game, and like, who, do, you know, is this is some killer hosting Freeman all this year? No. <laughs> um, and not again, again no. <laughs> all the, and, then, and then I remember, like, being in, in sort of 12, 13, I reckon I'd made sure to, like, get to the school computers to check, you know, when it came out at... 11 a.m. or something, yeah. I'd get to there at lunchtime to get there. And oh, I just, mm. oh, it was just a really exciting day because it was like, here's this fresh set of games and you'd sort of be thinking about how it was and like, which games would be on TV? And, and you know, especially when TV rights changed. And um fiction you used to have a lot more... Uh, the, the, the sort of 2000... And from 2002 or so, it became a lot more... Templated because of under the new rights, tool, it was a lot more regimented. Whereas when it was just seven initially, as the rights holder with a little bit of pay TV stuff, well, no, no, that wasn't initially, but you know, when it was set, when it was a little late 90s, early 2000s, when it was, mm. um, there was more like you have a bit more, not, it wasn't, obviously, it wasn't completely random, but there was. It has some weird, like the two thousand fixture is really weird if you look back at it because is of the Olympic is- year. <laughs> yeah, if, okay. if you look, at- oh, it started. Was it was earlier. It started like- earlier. Yeah. It started in early March because of the um, March eight because of the Olympics and so the they have final. two week break for the Olympics or.
0: No, yeah. the, the, oh, the, the, the season finished... Oh, before the Olympics, the, the Olympics started. Olympics yeah, right. finished in, the Olympics were
2: mid, mid-September. So, so there was
0: no last Saturday <laughs> in September. It was the first Saturday in September.
2: Oh, mate, as an Essendon
0: supporter, you should probably be aware yeah, of well, the Yeah, well, m- before my time. But, um, true, true. <laughs> Your kids are very young. <laughs> yeah.
2: uh, September 2, <laughs> 2000, yeah. So that was... Um, but, like, that was a... I think there were... So I reckon the Brisbane Lions didn't play a home game at the Gabba until round five that year because of cricket mm. was still going on. Um, it was a year where some Docklands came in, first yep. year at Colonial, so there was like some weird, some very weird fixture on that. There was Anzac Day was played,
0: I reckon it was a Tuesday that year. And and it would have been what, like round eight or? It was round seven. Round seven, that's, it
2: was, mm, it was, yeah. Which is probably as late as you'll ever get. Mm. And it was round seven and the following, which meant that the following week uh, they had... Fremantle also hosted, because you know, Freo hosted a traditional game there as well, which I think on on, on Anzac Day, or at least yeah. that weekend, and they, they hosted Brisbane that day as well, and then the following Monday night, there were two Monday night games, um, because both those teams were coming off six, so they played those, they crossed over, so Collingwood played Freo and Brisbane hosted Essendon. Okay, <laughs> On, like it was just like some really weird fixturing that year. It was, it was probably my, my one of the yeah.
1: Can, can I just say I cannot wait to go home and overanalyze the two thousand AFL fixture. I think <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. Now, have a look. It's it's some weird like and because there were, there were, a lot, there were a lot, um, even there was occasional Friday like Friday night double headers are actually not or they weren't really double headers. but there was some <clears throat> there were there were crossover Friday night games occasionally in the late nineties. Like if you go back, there's some weird. We, and you know what I also would enjoy it was was learning things from fixtures, a bit like you are doing now, fixtures from before your time. Mm. So, like, mm. I remember finding out some quirks of, like, like, the crows in the early 90s would quite routinely play Sunday before, like, Sunday twilight and Sunday night games before that was a big thing. Anyway, just- Do
1: you remember, there was almost a tradition, you're a science fan, you yes. mentioned, um, I reckon it was early 2010s where the Blues and the Saints would always play on a Monday night. Do you remember that? Yeah. Because that yeah, was no, very really? very niche, but we'd always <laughs> roll out the baby the baby blue kit, I reckon, the sky blue. Yeah, that got a good yeah, run. Yeah, and we okay. played the Saints on a Monday. And I swear it was always on a Monday at Docklands.
2: But they, no, you, so how that started was uh, was mother, it was the Mother's Day weekend and the AFL had this long standing issue of not being able to draw draw crowds on Mother's Day. Um, for, for obvious reasons, and mm. um, you know, no one. It was always like just that it was, you know, what do they call it, the graveyard? Fixture. Hawthorne JWS mm. is a classic of the genre. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> that was what. Yeah, oh, Melbourne can't seem to cop it a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and there was one year yeah. where they like they they tried things that, in hindsight, don't seem at all like particularly like they played fewer games on those days, and um, and um. They tried all sorts of things. Like no, There was one year the Kangaroos played Adelaide. Like at a, it was, They gave it a 3.10. Like What would have been a traditional 2.10 start was played at a 3.10 start, which was like, oh, they're playing it an hour later it's just <laughs> so these people can come to the ground after Mother's Day. they like, got like an extra thousand people there. But um, Anyway, so they moved to uh, Monday night. No, oh, I reckon in 20, 2008, there was no Monday night footy because sorry, there was no Mother's Day footy because they had the Hall of Fame tribute, which is to mark the 150th anniversary of Australian football. They had a Victoria versus the All-Star, or it was called the Dream Team game, which is yep. effectively a state of origin yeah. game. Yeah. Um, very high scoring as those games tend mm. to be. And then, uh, so I reckon that was actually over the Mother's Day weekend, so there wasn't any footy on Mother's Day that year, I reckon, I might be wrong. But the following year, um, they decided we're going to bring in a Monday night game, and it, the first year it was Collingwood and St Kilda Monday night at, at um, Docklands because I'll never forget. I it was really exciting because I went from I went from uni. I took the like I didn't, I didn't have my license yet. I went from <laughs> I went from Monash Uni. And I went straight from Monash Uni. Took like the, the bus and the train to get to Docklands after uni. It was like it was like such a novelty to yeah. get from, from me, you know because there was a game on that night. Yeah, Uh and then the next five years with St. Kilda Carlton in um, 10, 11,
0: 12, 13, 14. Yeah, I've yeah, got the 2000 early. round one fixture here, and this is so strange. It's out there. Yeah. The story's will so, t- Yeah, but you read it out. And I'll, I'll... <laughs> okay. So Wednesday, 8th of March at 7.40 p.m., <laughs> Richmond, Melbourne, 41,000 for the first game of the season, Richmond, Melbourne. Oh, no. a, that's a strange one. And then Thursday, 8.15, at uh, Colonial Stadium, as it was then, Essen, Port Adelaide. Which was the, th- the first game at that venue. Yes, yep. Um eight fifteen. Weird time for a Thursday night game mm. as well, uh, at least with my I, modern perspective. I mean, you've got, you
2: remember in those days, there weren't games, very rare were games held live against the gate. So it was, they were, most of those games would have been on delay uh, in Melbourne. Yeah. You, 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 do you, live against the gate was, I mean, again, the, the, it's, it's weird how these things become a, we can go back in a sec, but there's where the things become normalised now and you don't even think about it. But until about 2011, games were – like every game in Melbourne on free to wear TV was on delay. Mm.
1: Ooh, none of them were live. Even the Saturday – they always had Saturday Albo games yeah. up until – I don't know what time, but they were all. So yeah,
2: yeah. the 1.45 would be on at three, three. o'clock or something. Yeah. Now, anyway, so go on with Daniel.
0: So good with the years. Yeah, I like, love it. You know, oh my this. My God, this is great information. In, in my breath, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love it. So yeah, we've got that Thursday night game, then Friday seven forty Kangaroos uh, against West Coast, uh, twenty thousand at the MCG that pulled, uh, and then just the two games on Saturday two fifty and five forty Adelaide Bulldogs and Frio Geelong. Then one game on Sunday at 7.40, St <laughs> Kilda-Sydney at Colonial. Uh, and then two simultaneous Monday afternoon games, Carlton-Brisbane at Princess Park and Hawthorne-Collingwood at the MCG, both at 2.10pm on Monday the 13th of March 2000, Daniel. So the story
2: with this round is, uh, I mean, I don't know why they stopped. The Wednesday night, look, I think it was the Grand Prix weekend. Oh, okay. So, right. so yeah. there's, two, there's probably two big things there, are. three big elements there. are One, um, Grand Prix weekend. Yep. Two, uh, Labor Day,
1: which right. you never think about, but it's because <coughs> you don't have right. Labor Day games. Yeah. But
2: because the season started earlier, it was Labor Day, long weekend. So that's why the two games the were annual, Monday. The annual Labor Day game. Clash. Yeah. 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 I remember those days. Uh, and um, the third was, I think, uh, well, just summer. So they mm. wanted to have more night games. Yeah, although okay. having two late day <laughs> games on the Sunday it didn't make quite. Yeah, so um... you say summer? It, we're talking March. Oh, well, March. Oh, sorry. No,
1: you're right. Sorry, it's just to pull you it's, up. you it's
2: not strictly. It's still. It's still cricket. Well, yeah, mm. the traditional I just, cricket summer, so to speak. But had yeah. to get one back.
0: No, no, you know, fifth point. Just one more thing on fixtures. I know we're, gonna, we're really going to have to whip through the hates because we're a bit pressed for time. But as a St Kilda fan not many like clear cut rivalries. Mm, what do you, you look really. for in a fixture? Or even just as a general footy That's fan? a very good question. That's yeah, a good question. Uh
2: oh uh, no you're right. There's not there, there there aren't the market which in some respects makes it more interesting because like there's fewer things that are set in stone. I mm. mean um, the Saints are gone all sorts of stupid fixtures. Are they using you know, the Wellington <laughs> experiment and all you know Maddie's uh, match? Do you look for Maddie's match? Uh, oh Yeah looks yes and no. I mean it is yeah. interesting. I mean to sort of you know, really meaningful cause. I don't sort of you don't cry out. I don't know. I I think the clubs do from a big corporate perspective, but you yeah. know, these games the prop look, this is a bigger this is sort of a bigger philosophical thing. There there are just too many themed games these yeah.
0: days. Like, and it there might be a bit in 60- poor taste to have a big, like, kind of tough guy rivalry for Maddie's, Maddie's match. Match, yeah. yeah, it's yeah. not really
2: the it's not really the, the point. Yeah. Yeah. But there's just, just too many games. Like and mm. and and so, and so the end, you end up getting themed games. Actually, a great example this year was the Geelong Eston theme country game. Oh, I was about game. to say that. Was yeah. it round one? Yeah. You can't have a, a, a theme good. game in round one
0: because it's round one. Yeah. Well, round one is the True. theme. And you've you've got to have the opening round logo yeah. on the wing. Yeah. So ca- you can't double up on the types <laughs> exactly. of themed logos. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's exactly. <laughs> it's opening round. I
1: was just about to bring that up. Surely that can't be going on for too many Like much much doubling longer up, the up the logo?
0: Game. Like the uh, country game logo on the wing? Oh, game yeah. I don't know.
1: We were there, weren't we? We really, were there. Yeah. Oh, that was, geez, that good, was day. Sh- good day. Good day at the football going we <laughs> yes, get smacked, but um, no, I can't remember. <laughs> Surely not. Maybe they tried to. They're trying to phase the country game out. So they, had they, had it in Geelong,
0: they had it in Geelong. with like a, I think it might have been Reduce under fifty percent capacity, 50% yeah. capacity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was oh, the oh, that was that first game. time we'd played in Geelong for a long time. And geez, it was that was Austin obviously that was the first time I went down to Geelong for a home and away season game because we hadn't had it since the nineties. I don't think. And geez, Geelong atmosphere—it's no good, is it? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's funny oh in Geelong; they, they seem very—they're quite sedate. It, mm. Like uh, it's not—it it's, isn't, it isn't conventional. Mm.
2: It's not a normal. The one thing they do really well, though, they play—they play. It's the thing about football;
0: they actually <laughs> play. That, yeah, we'll get into that later. I think we should move on to the hates. But I was just going to quickly on the Geelong yeah.
1: crowd. Very quickly, <laughs> I did work down there once this year, some of yeah. the records, and I have to say, they—the records sold out, which is got to be a first <laughs> and i reckon their average age for a crowd would have been about 65 yeah. they're yeah. all gray so mm. um yeah i can see why the crowd's a little bit toned down mm. they don't want to wake the sheep as well no, no exactly right because right. they're obviously they're they're full country yeah same with essendon with that's Sheed's thinking isn't it the essendon country is closest rim. to
0: the country <laughs> okay. come on but anyway uh daniel it's time to get mm. into maybe the even more fun stuff your three Hatreds. Maybe that's too strong a word, but we're, going, we're rolling with it. Your three hatreds of footy, Daniel Cherney. Number one, what is it? All right. Well,
2: one, and this is probably more from just being a journalist, but just the amount of lying clubs do about everything. <laughs> oh, and just the spin and it's uh, – oh, I mean, where do you start? But are um, oh, they, just, they just generally – there's just a lot of being very economical with the truth and spin and uh, – Your club has not been good at this in recent (laughs) times. Um, just because you just know, you just know things and all all things that are are hidden. Um, you know, putting out statements sort of, uh, uh, you know, just burying statements, taking out the trash, as they say, at certain times. Um, you know, I'm I'm gonna be careful here. Is there a particular example that you're allowed to give? Defamatory here. Um, Oh, look, to be honest, I'll, I'll give the example. I won't mention the, cl- the club on the show, but um, just recent days there was a, uh, a club that, um, that uh, mentioned to me that uh, I was chasing a, a link to a particular player uh, and the, the club said that they're not interested in this player yet. Um, uh, this player is subsequently signed with this club. Um, okay. And... Uh, yeah, it was um, – it's just sort of like – it's just sort of being very cheeky and economical with the truth. <laughs> yeah, uh, just all that, sort of, all that sort of stuff. Injuries, you know, just, just, just sort of spinning and lying about injuries, um, selection, all off-field incidents, uh, just turning a blind eye to some things and not to others, conflicts. Anyway, there's just a lot of this stuff.
0: How did you feel about this before you came a journalist? before you became a journalist?
2: I probably didn't appreciate how much it happens. And I think I think for me it's probably part of it it's actually a first hand thing. So you end up being um I mean I think I probably started to see through it a bit before I became a journalist. Like you see you realise the clubs are putting stuff out through a certain prism and they're and they're maybe not lying as much, but you probably don't realise how much they lie until you get <laughs> in there, but and because you're actually putting direct questions to them. Um, but it's this. It's more the. I think I would probably appreciate already just how much of a the spin and and mar- over marketing and just yeah.
0: The just, coaches do it in press conferences much. Yep. Okay. yep. Uh, Players. Yep. Yep. Oh, everyone. 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 <laughs> everyone. Well. I, I mean,
2: agents. Shocking. Um, as a rule. Um, yeah. I mean, look. Th- I think a lot of the time, they, the, the better ones are smart enough to not, they give themselves you know, plausible deniability for a lot of stuff, so it's sort of, they leave it open and they don't quite lie, but it's like, yeah, it's, mm. yeah, the, as I said, economical with the truth <laughs> is
0: probably the phrase I would, the generous phrase I'd use. Hey, James, have you got anything on it? Well, I think we should move on before we get into no, defamation yeah, territory. No, but- I think
1: it's probably a better conversation to have when the, the when the microphones are off. <laughs> yeah. But um, no, I think we should move on. we we'll are probably press the time. We are, we? we
0: are. So let's spend a bit more time on these last two. This The second one, I absolutely love, especially considering the series called The Things About Football. Daniel, take it away. Um, we
2: sort of touched on it earlier. So, and I've, I've been outspoken about this publicly myself in the past. Um, Greg Champion perennially being overlooked on grand final day and just generally he he's mm. he's written in my view the greatest song ever about football and it's been uh um, the thing about football the thing about sorry the yeah. thing about football yeah. at that, that <laughs> um that's another good songs but that, that's that's the one i'm referring to mm. and um you know it was a it was a hallmark of the and look there's probably an element of nostalgia here and when i talk to people who feel strongly the the the, the, the people i know that feel particularly strongly like i do on this are generally of a similar vintage to me, you know, grew up in the late 90s um, where it was a big part, mid to late 90s where it was a big part of Channel 7's footy coverage, this song, and it sort of it became a bit of a staple of just footy culture around that time, Grand Final Day. There were some remakes of the song as well, some um, different versions, uh, instrumental, anyway, um, jazzy instrumental versions as well. <laughs> um, but it's just become... I don't quite know why, and it's the song still does still get a bit of love. That thankfully, because there could have been champions remain, mm-hmm. and you know, great Champions still performs a lot. So it's it's, you know, the song has not been lost. Um, but isn't buried though? Isn't it? It's been buried. It's just yeah. I, I just look up there. Cazale is a great is a really good song, and and I, I like it. And Mike Brady, and so is One well, Night September, and you know, Mike Brady is iconic, and. Mm-hmm. um yeah, you know, this, this is not aimed to be a particular knock to Mike Brady, but I just think, re- in relative terms, when you compare how big Brady has become, yeah. because of Up the Kazali and because of, in one September, compared to Greg Champion, just being sort of this absolute afterthought mm. in that whole discussion. Like, why is Mike Brady every year Up the Kazali when I think the thing about football is a better is oh, I think it's objectively a better song and, mm. um, and it just never you just never hear it.
0: It's disrespectful. It is. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you're right. I think if I've got my choice of grand final pre-game songs, it's one day in September and then the thing about football. And you you can have Mike Brady and um, Greg Champion even on the stage together. But up there, Kazaley, I don't think that is absolutely necessary for every grand final day. And this year, I don't think he even did one day in September. I think it was just up there, Kazaley, Mike Brady. Um.
1: (sighs) It's interesting. I find up there, Kazali is almost the best one. Not purely for the lyricism and the the song, but just because everyone knows it, so it's mm-hmm. almost it gets the best reaction out of all them because everyone knows the lyrics at least to the chorus. So yeah, it almost it's almost the one that gets the most traction on Grand Final day because everyone's singing along. But maybe that, that's our that's our cause here that we're trying to get. Yeah, <laughs> we're trying to champion the cause so I'm to determined. speak of the yeah the. the <laughs> The song to get it back playing on Grand Final well,
0: I was – sorry, Daniel, but I've, I've never been to a Grand Final. I've never seen him perform it there. But I watched Mike Brady perform one day in September and up there, Kazali at the Grand Final Day Parade on the stage. Yep. Um, I think it was after they lifted the trophy at the captains. And it seemed like no one knew either of them. Like, <laughs> I was singing along yeah, to both. Really? And I was the only one with any what, When was this, sorry? Uh, Grand Final Parade. This oh, year. This, year, this year, this year. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, well, that's okay. also. I mean, that's that's a that's a real blight on the Australian education system. Mm. It is yeah. education. I mean, I, I wonder if that's a COVID. In, you know, you know. Um, yeah. Well, obviously, my Brady Day at school never happened. <laughs> um, I. Just, yeah, that, that is, that's I mean, yeah, that's that's actually shocking. Itself. I mean, yeah. it's, If we're not going to have a uh, one, uh, if we're not going to have champion, we should at least be. Brady should be. Do people sing the songs at, at the grand final? Like uh, yeah, maybe a little bit. I think. Well, they sang along with Robbie Williams. Um, <laughs> yeah, if you would. You were um, there, oh, of course. I, I was. Yeah. Um, fortunately yeah. enough, uh, working. Um, yeah. Look, it's not. It's probably not much singing the press box, but yeah. um, <laughs> but uh, I can't think of. I think it's. I think some people sing along, but you know. Yeah, right. Okay. It's, a, it's not like a. I don't think it's like a national anthem thing where everyone's just standing there. And look, I think I think Australians. Well, interestingly, this wasn't going to be one of the things I touched on, but you talk about um, talk about singalongs, and you know what's fascinating to me is that how no no players ever sing the national anthem. No one, mm. no one ever like because so, in America, I know America is yeah. much more patriotic society, but even like in Australia for a for a national team thing, Socceroos particularly, a little bit of the cricket team, the, at least some players will mm. sing along. Yeah, but you never yeah. see. I reckon you see. You'd be lucky if you get one player oh, right. across every two teams in the final. I it's always two or three yeah. at least. Do you reckon That's got maybe, anything to do with? Maybe you're right. The
1: fact that they're not representing the country, like do you possibly, think maybe mm. if they were, they'd probably would sing along.
0: But yeah, anyway. and yeah. We, but, sorry we oh, spoke right. about this on an earlier episode. Uh, I think it was the Melbourne Brisbane game, the semi-final yep. this year. Delta Gujum mm-hmm. did the national anthem and great performance. She's Good singer, but it's, I don't think it's mm. the type of performance that you want for a national anthem in a final, especially, or at any footy game because it wasn't delivered with – it wasn't grand like the uh, club songs that we were talking about before, and it needs to kind of have the orchestral uh, yeah. arrangement uplifting. behind it well, uplifting. Well, yeah. for
2: a long time, it was, it was, there was this – the AFL um, repeatedly played this Julie Anthony version Julianne, have sort of been Australia's sort of leading singers you know, in the nineties, particularly, and um, oh, she must be in her seventies now, so she'd been around a long time. But she, she, um, and they had the. I mean, you'd all know it if you heard it. It was the the version that yeah. you heard at all. All the, the lead up finals, and yeah. generally only at the grand final. Maybe occasionally at an interstate final, a non Victorian final. You might hear an in person, I mean, always an in person version at the grand final. Oh, maybe not two thousand one, actually, but for the most part, <laughs> and. and, and, and um, well, what happened 2001 well i just dark year for the league well 2001 i mean it would not to t- take this too um south but there was a it was in the it was 3 weeks after 911 and the whole, the whole grand final had quite oh, okay. a was that whole so, final series was played under a bit of a well the last 3 weeks played in a bit of a pool. it was not um it was such a sort of turbulent time for the in for the world and the western world and it was such an unsettling time that um Yeah, I I think they maybe on purpose didn't have as much Um, fanfare for that grand final. I maybe should have uh, thought about the year two thousand one before I asked. What happened in two thousand one? Question, Um, but um, but yeah. Anyway, but the problem with this Julian Anthony version is the national anthem's changed, mm, gone from young and three to one and
0: three. Which Mm. uh, I think what was it at? the Australia Cup final, just to get on soccer, the uh, singer stuffed up, said uh, Young, young three, For, uh, for a long time, <clears throat>
2: I, I reckon it took me 10 goes to get used mm, to it. Yeah. Because it's just so drilling. I in. mean, when it's your job to do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, got, yeah, that, yeah. that is true. <laughs> you got <laughs> yeah. one job.
0: That's, that is true. Um, that was the least yeah. of the issues at the Australia Cup final. It was. was yeah, that's a thing for my, my <laughs> yeah. other podcast, I think. The Golden Generation. Yeah, Check that out. That's a rabbit um, hole. <laughs> that is. Um, but, yeah, I think to sum up my view on it, None of this acoustic guitar crap uh, at any yeah. footy games. you got to have <laughs> yeah. the... All that. Yeah. The fanfare.
2: I, I like. I, I get where you're coming from. I actually... Uh, I may have a sap for that American sort of style... I actually don't. I actually didn't hate it. I actually quite liked it. But I I get where you're coming from. I I
1: I think I was the same. Just because it was they had the tribute for the Queen, obviously. So it it was a bit more of a somber affair. So Mm. I liked the acoustic version on that occasion. And she's
2: so good, Delta, that it was like yeah. Anyway, but I get where you're coming from. The
0: absolute pinnacle of uh, Australian national anthem performances at footy. Dharmy Yim, I think it was the 2017 Grand Final. Unbelievable. Oh, great. great effort. Oh, that was she so was good. really good. She's yeah. a yeah. watch that YouTube video if you found it. So very, very fun, very good. Um, mm, big shout out to you. Mm. Uh, I know you're tuning in. But your last <laughs> hatred of football. I lost hate, yeah. and, uh, look, I-, I love this uh hatred. Uh, oh, I'm I so with it. you.
2: <laughs> oh I alluded to it earlier. Match day and I used an in inverted commas entertainment. Mm. It's just the. It's just shocking, and we. we it, it became a talking point during the final series. I think on the night of the Melbourne-Brisbane final, because or maybe it was Geelong-Brisbane, maybe both. To be honest, they were playing music after goals, after every goal. Uh, after yep, every yeah. goal. <clears throat> what are we doing? Like, <laughs> what are we thinking? What, what is does society done? come to? What? <laughs> yeah. And to be honest, I hate. Like, I'm got a bit of Twitter blue, just <laughs> as a matter of course. Um, now with Mark Gottlieb as a journal in Brisbane over. I was getting really annoyed. I, I, I don't like the Brisbane goals. The all the you know, Charlie Cameron, <laughs> <laughs> take me home. Yeah. Oh, but, the um,
0: the rooms divided with this. I'm with you. Oh, uh, we've yeah. had a we've I, had. A very I think it's sleep.
2: like I think it's so
0: tacky and American yes. and like
2: why? Like it just it's just so dumb. Like mm. what? It, it's not even like there's no actual connection between him and the song. Like yeah. I just I don't, I don't like, I just Joe start, down to her let it go. Like, yeah, like, oh, yeah. Come on. It's just it's just really like this isn't T20 cricket and like mm. I don't particularly love it at <clears> T20 <teaching throat> Cricket either, but I get that's what... Mm. And particularly in a final, a, a final I thought was... disgraceful. Oh, yeah. All right, I will let Brisbane have it for a home game during the home away season because mm. I feel that's their domain and they're allowed to put it... As, mm. as much as I don't like it, I'll sort of say that's fair game. The final series, the finals are run by the AFL. I, don't, I know the, they will say it's a home final. It's a home final. That you can play at your ground. You don't get to run the match day entertainment. Mm. The AFL mm. run the match day entertainment. Yep. So I didn't like it then, And I, but I... See why Brisbane would do it because their their base, I mean, Queenslanders, really, (laughs) but their base seemed to like it. But a final MCG, what are we thinking? Mm. What are we doing? Let the game breathe. I mean, imagine if there'd been music after, like, Dom Sheed's goal (laughs) or after... (laughs) I mean, we are losing the greatest moments of the game to, to these... Hideous soundtracks. What's well,
0: the raw? Everyone missed the Roar during COVID. Yeah. And yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You, you're killing the raw. And the lions, they should yeah. be able to roar. Their fans should be able to roar. But <laughs> you're, you're silencing them. As I said before, it's it's censorship. Mm. Um, uh, but, um, but it's not just that, as I should just
2: say. Like, it's not just the, it's no, not just yes, the noise. That's asked that. The, the yeah. Max Entertainment. So th- that is the. Like, it's almost the thin edge of the wedge. Like, the whole thing is just out of whack. So, I mean, like, the races
0: and the goal-kicking challenges oh, and all that. Look, mm. I
2: know why they do it, because it's sponsorship. Yeah, well, it's, it, mm. it's everything's got to be sponsored, you know, just any way they can make a buck. I mean, the race... Look, none of it is... I don't find any of it to be... Like, the races are annoying. Like, the races are... As long as it's not too loud, it doesn't kill mm. me. Like, I don't love... I don't like it. But if it's sort of not too obtrusive and you can still have a conversation with someone, mm. but you can't talk to people. Like, mm. the noise, either the noise is too loud or some idiot on the microphone is just blabbering or, you know, and, and they just dumb down the, the, they even dumb down the the way they oh, yeah, great quarter from the Saints. they, they need out seven goals. Mm, like, yeah. you've just spoken to, or they talk to people in the crowd. Oh, what are they going to do in the last quarter? Uh, a couple of goals. Well, mm. Well, I don't need to hear this. What, what are we? What is this adding? What does this bring to anyone's entertainment? People come to the footy to—it's to, a social experience. I want to be able to sit there. I don't need to be entertained every single second. I mean, the match is the entertainment. Mm. Mm, absolutely. Look, sorry, you go, ahead. Oh, uh, okay, I will. Um, and that's the Richmond one, I think. That you yeah.
1: Well, that's uh, my issue yeah. with it. Is, there's no originality from oh, any yes. of them. Um, yeah. The race, the race along the boundary line from the, the two fifty arcs. It's done by probably True. every club. Yeah, yeah. it's shocking.
0: <laughs> All it, with a different name to suit the sponsor. Yeah, it's like just... Fujitsu Flame Runner. It is oh, for yeah, it, that man. one. Yeah. Um,
1: it's just, there's nothing to it. And, and the, yeah, I agree with you on the, the ground announcing. Like, shut up. Sometimes I just think they overdo that way too much, especially, you know, when they're trying to rev the crowd up and no one buys into it because I, th- I think it's too artificial. Like, you can't, like, let's get around Carlton for this quarter and, like, <laughs> no one, everyone gives a half cheer. Like, no one's going to buy that, but...
2: You, you know I reckon you know how there's the protected area yeah. in footy or the, or <laughs> no, there should be a protected zone yeah. for match entertainment uh, so this is you know if I was making a charter uh, I've never joked about this about having <laughs> making a charter of match day of, of footy biology, but like match entertainment like alright I sorry about that <laughs> uh, I actually don't mind if um, uh, I don't mind if there's a uh, I don't mind if uh, you're doing stuff sort of more than say fifteen minutes. I reckon there's be fifteen minutes before the bounce should be mm. from the start of the game. Yeah, you know, it's like with the betting ads, you know. That's it's exactly like, what I was gonna say. Yep. It's, it's yeah, there's be clear zone. So <laughs> like, go for your life. As people are mulling, you, like as people are getting into the ground, and like even during the team warm ups, and you know, have a bit of like back in the day, they used to have like a Nintendo race on the at, at the <laughs> MCG. They'd put like a, a PlayStation, you know, so, you know, one supporter from each club would you know have a promo, ra- you know, like I don't know whatever the game was back in the day. Um, but from 155, I say 155 for 210 to start, but you know, for 15 minutes before the first bounce, Mm. nah, it's where we've got the club songs are the entertainment and the, I don't want to maybe one or two little pump up songs, but like, even then they should be done before from the moment of the, um, coins, like even the countdown's getting to me now. Like, Mm. why do we need a countdown? I Mm. hate the countdown when the, they've
1: all got into position Why are you waiting for... 30 it's... seconds on the countdown and they've got to wait it's for that. So it's really
0: babying supporters, yeah. isn't it? It's yes. like they can't build their yes. own atmosphere. And, it yeah, it just flattens the atmosphere. Mm. But, Hamish, uh, last night when we were preparing for this, you were talking about the Richmond thing that they have on their screen, uh, which you
1: like. Yeah, I'm a big fan of that. Yeah. I don't probably, hate it either. It's probably the one I like. Just Tell us what know, it is. I don't know if you've seen this. It's like the... You know when you you got the DVD and, or the VCR player or whatever you <laughs> oh, yeah, you yeah. got on it and it goes <laughs> round you got you got to wait until it hits the corner exactly they they do that with a um I don't know what it's the logo yeah 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 they they have that one going round and everyone sort of gets around that I like that because it's it's nice and quiet it's not intrusive and do you like you can, that
2: then uh, I like the novelty of it yeah. I I, I, it's, I think it's I like it because it's actually sort of clever yeah. yeah like it's and it is it's not intrusive and like, that yeah because like even okay the oblivious camp is is overdone mm. but at least it doesn't no one's like all right it's on the screen it's not you no one's like a chat. noise yeah. yeah just it's, it's yeah. there if you want to if, mm. you, if you if you can't go <laughs> three minutes talking to the person next <laughs> to you and you need to be entertained you need to have some sort of stimulus every day the oblivious cam is a good one and that's another and and the the corner thing's good it's just that look it's, it's those people on the mics because mm. they're just because and i get it they sort of have to appeal to the lowest common denominator. Yeah. But it just makes the, the, the discourse so – it's like – I mean, it's FM radio stuff.
0: Yeah, I've, cool. I do have tremendous respect uh in just in one sense for those announcers, though, because they're speaking and then the audio is coming across like a couple seconds later. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, there's a yeah. massive like echo for them, which would be really disorienting. Well, so I admire that. Well, one of the guys that is
2: sort of the – who sort of has become de rigueur in this space is um, Pete Laser? You may know who's. Yes,
0: the, uh, he's really he, gone around. He, uh, he's a journalist. No, <laughs> he's, he's
2: quite involved in cricket. I, I, he's, yeah. oh, I'm gonna say, he's made him. Up. Like I know, he's a nice guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I often will joke. He must open up his. Wardrobe at home, and I must have 14 different polo shirts, <laughs> like with all the clubs and spots. Who am I today? Am I the Milton Stars? Am I the Bulldogs? Am I the one? Am I the trio? Am, am I wrestling? I, you know, like give me anything anyway.
0: Um, the, the Dale kick it if announcements. Yes. Now. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: was it, oh, yeah. I was speaking to Daniel Gorringe a few months ago, and oh, I was yeah. just asking him because he's done a few of the Carlton. The oh, yeah. Carlton have got him yeah. to do a bit of the PA stuff, and I was asking him, well, oh, Do you enjoy it, or how do you find it when you sort of try and rev the crowd up and get nothing from them? And he he said he just hates it. Like, he flat out hates it because he's sort of forced to do it because it's his job, but he doesn't like it because they make him, you know, try and rev the crowd up, but he he just...
0: Stealing it. Blues only seven goals down at three-quarter time. It's just, yeah.
1: So I wonder how many of them that do the job actually, you know, enjoy saying the things they do and bringing down the general football. (laughs) It's
2: just
0: juvenile. It's It's just, yeah. Uh, Daniel, how do you feel now that you've got that off your chest? Better, much more related, I can, Yeah. <laughs> Cathartic. <laughs> That's a good way to describe it. Yeah, very much so. Well, well, thanks for giving me the chance. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for coming on. It's a real pleasure getting you in the studio. Uh, appreciate it. No, no, great to have you guys, and all the best with uh, this great project. Thank you. <laughs> we'll be Thanks doing these on. episodes every week uh, for the off season, at least for the uh, the near future. Um, so, Hamish, I'm looking forward to it a lot. How are you feel?
1: Yeah, good. First episode was a, well, not the first, but first one of the. Uh, I the I female about football. It. it was very good. Wasn't it? Was it? Uh, yeah, yeah,
0: very enjoyable.
1: So, I enjoyed that. I'm um, looking cool. forward to the next one.
0: Hope you guys enjoyed it too. Uh, we'll see you same time next week. Cheers.